Hello, it's me, Lizzie Siegel, your host of Hearts Home, this beautiful podcast here with episode number two. So today's episode is going to be all about miracles and manifestations and some reflections that I've been having lately around these ideas. Also, I'm going to talk a lot about gratitude for what you have now or what I have now and the power of gratitude and how that has helped me to manifest abundance throughout my life, sometimes realizing it and sometimes becoming aware of it after the fact. So in the last episode, I told you a little bit about my story and how I got to where I am today in terms of really focusing on wellness and well-being, doing things that light me up, and sharing my journey of healing and transformation with others. And today is a little bit of a follow-up on that story as I realized after I recorded the episode that there was still so much more I hadn't actually gotten to share in that episode to really um, explain the clarity I have and the direction that I know that I'm going in even though the path might not always seem laid out I know that with each step I take it's one in the right direction and it has a lot to do with um, reflections and noticing how my life is now and where I've come from. So with that, let's dive in. And I want to tell you about the fact that my whole life has really been a bunch of miracles and manifestations. And it's all by the power of divine timing that I'm able to have this moment where I get to share this with you. So when I was little, I won a lot. And I didn't think much of it at the time other than like, oh, I'm lucky. And I just thought winning was something that I did. And I literally had one of those this is a today years old thought um, earlier this week when I was planning out what I would share with you in my podcast that I had been manifesting since I was young and I didn't even realize like manifesting through my thoughts and maybe my words, my, they, they're magic. I was speaking affirmations into my life. I would think when we were about to play a game that I would win and that I was going to be the winner. Or I would say out loud that I was going to win something and it would just happen. And, you know, of course, you could boil it down to luck, you could boil it down to coincidence, whatever. The point being is that now that I'm older, I look at this and I think... Yep, I was manifesting since a young age. And for me, I know that to be true. And I know that in my heart of hearts, I absolutely was manifesting. And so then more examples of how I realized that I've 
been a powerful manifester since I was young, grr, and still am, when I was in teacher's college. This was like a moment in my life that stands out so clearly to me because I read an article in teacher's college and it changed the way I thought and the words that I said and how I kind of went about things in life. I read an article about an exchange student and the the student was planning to go on an exchange trip and they really, really wanted to and they were talking to their advisor teacher about it and or professor maybe and the student said if I get to go on this uh, trip and they were going to Italy and the professor interrupted them and said not if but when and it was instead of saying if this happens you just affirm when it happens that it will happen you put it into the positive tone the positive thought the positive tense as if it's going to happen not a question of if it will but when it will and I adopted that way of thinking then and there and I manifested my teaching placement abroad because at this point in time in teachers college I was doing a specialist in First Nation Métis and Inuit studies and we had the opportunity to do one of our teaching practicum placements in different First Nation Métis or Inuit um, reserves in Canada. And I really wanted to go to one of them. There was one that was in the North Pole, there was one that was out east, and there was also one in British Columbia. Of course, the North Pole one would have been awesome, and, and I applied for it. I did not get to go on that one, but one of my friends who is still my dear friend today and a soul sister, she got to go on that one. And I went to the one in BC and it was absolutely an amazing experience. Now here's the thing. When I was in teacher's college, um, I had, you know, regular student life and this idea that I would go out west and have to take a plane and have to have extra expenses for things was a little bit overwhelming because I didn't have the money for this at the time, but I still said when this happens and I knew that somehow it was going to happen. And I didn't really worry about how, I just trusted that it was going to happen. This was all part of my manifestation that now as I've really gotten into manifestation as an adult, I look back and I think, oh, I was already doing it then. I just didn't really know the process exactly. I intuitively just followed it. And so everything fell into place. My dad let me use his air miles to have my flight out west, which was incredible because that flight was very expensive. And so he gifted me the air miles, which afforded me the opportunity to get there and back. And we had, have family friends whose sister lives in, Uh, very close to the place where I was going to be doing my teaching placement and they welcomed me into their home for a week, treated me like their own child and were just so loving and wonderful to me and, and enabled me to go to this placement because now I had somewhere to stay. So everything came together, everything unfolded beautifully and I had a way to go to that practicum placement in British Columbia. And you know, 
that saying, if there's a will, there's a way. Sure enough, it happened. So then more examples of this manifestation that I started really getting into in university. I knew that graduation was coming up and around May, I decided I didn't want to wait to teach because back then in Canada, teaching uh, was kind of a process to get into because they had so many teachers and they didn't have that many jobs. Opposite, I think, is true now, but this was then. And so I knew that I was like, well, let me just go see the world because now that I had this little bit of a wanderlust going on from my travel to um, British Columbia, I, I knew that I wanted to see more of the world. This lit like a little bit of a fire in me and it just made me want to see more. So I manifested seeing the world and taking that idea of when I see the world, I just went onto Facebook and I asked my community of people, hey, does anybody have a friend living abroad that's teaching and can help me out? And sure enough, within a couple days, I had a friend respond and say, yeah, I'll connect you with my friends in South Korea. I messaged them and it was so fast. There, it was like two weeks later, I had an interview. They offered me the job very quickly after that. And two months later, I was living in South Korea. It just all fell into place all so beautifully. And I had this wonderful, amazing experience of knowing that this was exactly right because everything lined up. Everything was exactly how it needed to be in that moment. And even though taking that leap of faith and leaving Canada to go abroad, which I thought would just be for a year, to be honest, um, was exactly what I needed at that time. It launched me into this life that I am so grateful for. And it made me also believe that I could do anything. Having manifested this made me believe that I could still do whatever I wanted in this world as long as I put my concentration on it and had good intention. I really believe having positive intention is important. Now I have to say that my mother played an incredibly important role in my understanding of manifestations and living from a place of abundance. I didn't know it at the time and I only realized it and remembered it really, remembered this moment maybe not even a month ago. But it was such a powerful moment that my mind brought it up for me and it made my heart swell. There was a time when we were supposed to move when I was younger, around 13, 14 years old. And I remember thinking, like I thought, we thought, I suppose, that we were gonna get this one house that was being built, but somebody else got it. And I remember being so absolutely upset and frustrated and thinking how awful it was. We are never going to get what, um, like a good house and just all these, I, like I literally can picture myself at 14 years old with a stink face on, my arms crossed over my chest and kind of like sulking. And my mom said to me that it's so important to be happy for others because it brings more to you. 
and to trust that what was meant for us, the house that was meant for us, was coming. And she was right. We got our home after that. And that gave me evidence to believe and trust that the universe has always got my back and what's meant for me won't miss me. And it's so important to be happy for others because the more joy you have for others, the more joy it brings to yourself. And there's an abundance of everything in this world. We're not gonna run out of things. It might seem sometimes like resources are scarce, but these are just thoughts that we're conditioned to have by society because in, with the truth of it all is that there's more than enough of everything to go around because everything is energy and energy cannot be created or destroyed it's simply transmuted from one form to another so there's always enough of everything to go around and my mom I'm forever grateful for her she always taught me lessons growing up in a loving and supportive way and I didn't know how impactful these lessons would be. Because well, I feel like you know, almost everybody doesn't understand how impactful lessons will be as they're growing up. But this one, it, it was in my mind and it was in my heart and it came up for me. And I'm so blessed to know this and have this memory. Thank you, Mama. Hmm. So yes, having gratitude for what you have knowing that nothing's going to miss you that's meant for you and knowing that even if you wanted something so badly and it passed you by better is coming and so now i'm linking all these manifestations with more manifestations that occurred later in my life and the miracles that have followed. So not only did I manifest really great things growing up, but I manifested unfortunate things as well. So when I moved to Kuwait, there was a year not the year that I moved to Kuwait, but living in Kuwait. There was a year before school started. I think I'd been living here for about three years now. And the group of friends that I had, we would play volleyball regularly. And so we would go to our school and play in the gym. So one night, just before the start of school, like literally in the, the day before school started, um, we went to play volleyball. And just as we were going into the school, I just, I had a thought. And it was the thought of, imagine if somebody like me broke their foot the night before school started. Wouldn't that suck? Don't I break my foot that night? I kid you not. I, I went for the ball. Somebody else went for the ball. The way we landed, he was on the other side of the net. I was on one side of the net and our feet crossed somehow at the bottom and I rolled my foot and I knew instantly it was broken. Like there was no doubt in my mind that I had just broken my foot. It was super painful. It was, and I, I could only honestly, other than think, oh my gosh, my foot's broken, it's painful. Like I thought that and I thought that and I, uh, my thoughts are so powerful. Your thoughts are so powerful everybody's thoughts are so powerful and so I encourage you because it's something that I do have to check myself with sometimes too 
that the thoughts that you have, they're the beginning of your manifestation. Change your thoughts, change your outer reality. And so I learned that lesson a really hard way. I had to deal with a broken foot. This led to a lot of dis-ease in my body, a lot of unhealthiness, a lot of discomfort. Not just because I had, of course, a broken foot, but it made me immobile for three months. That made me gain a lot of weight and be really upset with my situation from being a happy, active, healthy human to being a couch potato who was quite miserable because I couldn't, I I just couldn't move. Um, Or if I did move, it was really challenging to get around because I didn't have those machines that they have back in the States where you can put your knee on it and then like scoot yourself around. They didn't have that here. So I got a makeshift one made, but it just wasn't the same and it was very difficult to move around. Um, Also, the apartments here have like little ledges to get into each room. And so that made it really challenging even to get around my own house. Yeah, it was it was a mission. And I had to go upstairs to get to my classroom and there was no elevator. So I had to trek upstairs every day and like bum my way up the stairs, you know, one one step with my butt at a time, like hoisting myself. It was it was a real deal. I tell you, I think about that time and um, I'm really happy it's over. So anyway, there was a lot more years of just dis-ease. My thoughts were not so great. I had this negative outlook and perspective going on about really everything because I wasn't in alignment with my life. Now, as I look back on it now, I know that that misalignment was because I wasn't following my soul's purpose. And sometimes you got to go through all the muck, just like the lotus flower. You got to blossom through the mud to get to where you're meant to be. And that, that was part of my journey, going through all of this hard stuff to get to the point where I'm at now. In my last episode, I talked about how I was, I injured my back and I was in some, uh, and I was in a car accident. Those I did not manifest, honestly. I don't remember thinking, um, oh, I'm gonna, I mean, intentionally, I did not manifest those, let me say. Um, those are not things that I intentionally brought into my life, or I can even have any recall of thinking these things. They were accidents and things that happened, but they were also to get me to understand that I was out of alignment in my life. And for about three, four years, there was just that series of unfortunate events that compounded and made me really uncomfortable in my own body. My thoughts were very negative. My physical body was struggling with its health in terms of my activity level, my weight, the way I felt in my skin, the way my joints felt the way everything felt and my thoughts were really quite, they were hard. I spent a couple years in depression and it was real depression. It was not a mild bout. It was really, really challenging. And looking back on this now, I 
I'm so happy I got through it. And I'm so grateful for my partner who helped me get through this really challenging time in my life and stood by me, supported me, and loved me through it all. Thank you, my love. That's so grateful. And knowing that on the other side of it all, I can look back with perspective and see why I needed to go through all of this because miracles happen. Now, knowing what I know now and going through what I've gone through, I can clearly pick out the parts where I manifested some things in my life and then because I manifested those negative things, I know and I knew that I could reverse what was going on. Having ill health for quite a while, there was a moment where I knew I needed to figure out what was going on with my health. And so I went to the doctor, I figured it out with a doctor who had finally listened to me. And as I mentioned in my last episode, I had developed an autoimmune disease. Now, autoimmune diseases all stem from misalignment of your health. And what happens when you're living in a constant state of stress or when you're living in fear and living in negativity, your body and your brain are not connected with each other. I mean, physically, of course they are, but they're out of sync is what I'm saying. And the energy that you emit from your body in cycles, like our bioenergy field, when those are out of alignment, it causes a lot of misalignment within the body. And in Western medicine, diseases aren't really looked at until, or they're manifesting already in the body. But in Ayurvedic medicine, and Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga, and I've studied it, I have a certificate in it. Um, I can't quite say that I'm an expert in all areas, of course, but I have a good understanding of it. And what I loved most about it is how it identifies that disease, and it breaks up the word disease, like D-I-S hyphen E-A-S-E, so it's dis-ease. It recognizes, Eastern science recognizes that dis-ease begins in the mind and it begins with your thoughts. And so I had dis-ease in my thoughts and it, there was a whole lot of other cycles that happened before it really manifests in the body, but it did for me and it was manifested this out of alignment-ness was manifested in my physical body in the form of an autoimmune disease because my genes weren't communicating with each other. My body was on high alert. The chemicals in my brain and the chemicals my body was producing were not in tune with what I needed. And so this caused a lot of problems in my body. But I knew because I had caused this with my thoughts, I knew in my heart of hearts that I could fix it with my thoughts. And so enter the miracles 
of my life in the last three years. Gratitude journaling. If you aren't in a practice of gratitude each day, I highly, highly recommend it. It only takes a moment to write down or to say out loud something you are grateful for each and every day. And at first it might seem a little like insincere even at times or like kind of like, oh, I'm grateful for my home and you don't really think much of it. But then think of all the things that go into you having a home. And then really think about all the people who helped that happen, how you helped that happen, all the construction that had to go into making your home, all the things that are in your home that you have that you can be grateful for. And like you really just settle into a state of, wow, this is something to be grateful for. So it may seem a little bit cheesy at first even, but I so recommend that you get into just a daily practice of gratitude, thinking at least one thing you're grateful for, and then really delving into what's behind that thing that you're grateful for and practicing and experiencing gratitude daily because it is one of the things that helped me get out of my mindset that was negative. When you're practicing and experiencing gratitude, when you have good thoughts, you have no room for bad thoughts. And by daily raising your vibration by thinking about one thing that you're grateful for, over time this compounds. It's like putting like a little gratitude into the bank each day. And over time, you have a lot of it. And this wells up in you. And then you find ways to be grateful throughout your day for other things. And so I, I love that gratitude journaling was like my entry into understanding miracles and understanding to live from this place of gratitude always. And that lesson my mother taught me of having joy for others because it brings more to you that's that same idea of gratitude when you have more of it you just keep bringing more and more of it into your life so I learned in the time that my autoimmune disease was going on I learned about this man called Dr. Joe Dispenza thank you Nancy Brew for letting me know about Dr. Joe Dispenza and sharing your subscription with me so that I could watch about all these these amazing scientific facts that prove that we are in control of our bodies through our minds. Now, if you haven't heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza, I highly recommend you check him out. He is um, an amazing doctor and scientist. He healed himself um, in 1986 from a back injury and and hearing his story made me believe that I could heal my body too. And so if you're in doubt, the reason that I even share my story is so that you can understand that you could do it too. If you are suffering in any way, shape, or form, physically, mentally, intellectually, emotionally, or spiritually, you have the power to change it. And I know it might seem like a big task because it can be. And I know that it might seem nearly impossible because we haven't experienced this way of thinking before, but it's totally possible for you. And when you hear other stories and then you start learning about more and more people who have similar stories, you begin to believe it's possible and then you can change and transform your entire life. So this is why I share my story, to be honest, because I think that if I can impact one person in life, 
to help them transform their lives, then my heart is full. I mean, it's already full, but I feel like I've, I've paid forward and passed on what has helped me get to this place of love and joy in my life. And so, yeah, more of a passing it on and paying it forward kind of idea. So check out Dr. Joe Dispenza. Listen to this story and just hear the truth in it all. I knew that I brought on my autoimmune disease from my thoughts alone. And so I knew that I could fix it through my thoughts. And I didn't think right then and there that only my thoughts alone would do it. I thought I had to do a little bit more work with my physical body. And so my thoughts projected and I decided to change my life by the food that I ate, the exercise that I did, the thoughts that I thought, and I believed that I would get better. I knew, at first I didn't, by the way, there were, there were definitely some months where I was just woe with me and pretty upset because I thought that I had gotten my life on track, I'd been in alignment with my life, I had lost some weight, I really got into fitness and yoga, and then bam, I was hit with more sickness and I couldn't understand why, but it was a message from my body, a message from my soul, a message from my intuition saying, hey, hey, you're still out of alignment, you're still not doing what you're meant to do on this earth, your soul's purpose is still calling you. And this was the reason I got ill. I hadn't yet discovered my soul's purpose. And so knowing and understanding that I could change my body, I started to look more into energy work because of everything I learned from Dr. Joe Dispenza about energy and that if everything was energy, of course, then I could learn more about energy and learn ways to use energy to heal my body. So... This was also when I was taking my Ayurvedic certification and I was learning about prana and food. And so prana is the life force energy and it made me want to eat more balanced and eat things that had more prana in them so that I could feel better in my physical body. It made me want to exercise more and take in more prana, more breath and do breath work so that I could uplift my body through the work that I was doing and then I had a little breakdown because I guess everything was going well I was going through life in a good way and starting to meet some goals and get better and then I honestly can't remember what caused my little breakdown oh actually I can it was the fact that I hadn't gotten to travel for so long and then I wanted to travel and I didn't book things ahead of time because I thought maybe my partner could travel with me, but then it turned out he couldn't because of work. And so I had to travel alone, but because I had waited so long to book things, things were really expensive. And that somehow was the trigger for me that really made me upset that I had waited so long and I hadn't just trusted my intuition earlier and booked something. Yeah, it was that I hadn't trusted my intuition. Sorry for that ramble, but that was it. It was, I was upset because I hadn't trusted my intuition. And so I had a mini breakdown. And one of the things that I love, and I love to say, is that breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. And I strongly believe this. So whenever you're having a breakdown, listen to the lesson in it all. Go quiet, go inward, listen to that intuition, and check out what it's trying to tell you. 
So my intuition was telling me that there was more and that uh, that trip that I wanted to book, that was what I had to do. I got on the phone with my mom. I got on the phone with my best friend. I talked to my partner and I was like, should I go? Shouldn't I go? Should I go? Shouldn't I go? Because we had like a week off school and was that enough time? And I really wanted to do this thing, but it was so expensive, but it's just money and we don't have get time back, but we get money back. Like it was this whole thing. And my best friend said to me, well, it's one of those things that you won't know until you try. So give it a, like, take that leap of faith. Try, go for it. And that felt good to me. That, that, her words really hit home for me. And I booked that flight. I went, uh, that I was going to Thailand. I booked that flight that night. Um, and I got everything ready and I went to Thailand. And this moment in time, I'm so grateful for because it changed the entire trajectory of my world, of my life, of my purpose. My soul had finally heard its purpose when I got to Thailand. And this was where I was introduced to Reiki. Now, Reiki is an energy healing. And Reiki means divine, universal energy. If you don't remember a few minutes ago, I was talking about prana. And prana is vital life force energy. So when I heard what Reiki was, it instantly resonated for me that this is, this is more energy and everything is energy and you need to learn about this. So I actually wasn't planning on learning about Reiki. I was planning on going to Thailand to Orion Healing Center. You can find their website below in my show notes. Uh, it's an amazing place for healing. It's an amazing place for energy work. It's amazing community there. And so I went to go for a yoga retreat to practice yoga for a few days, to eat some really amazing vegan food at their vegan cafe, and just to like chill and see the island. And Copenhagen, where Orion Healing Center is, it's on the island of Copenhagen in the southeast of Thailand, in the Gulf of Thailand. And it is rumored to be on a bed of crystals, and so it has this really high vibe. And in my first episode, I talked about um, how I had been in Thailand and then I had returned and that it keeps calling me there to Copenhagen. And it really is just a place that feels so good for me, energetically speaking. So the first day I get there, I go to the reception to check in. And then I was like, oh yeah, I wanted to know more about the Reiki because there was a Reiki session included in my package. And I wanted to know more about the Reiki. Can you tell me about it? And they were like, oh, well, actually, the Reiki master's right there. You can talk to him. And he was right behind me. And I asked him, can I learn about what Reiki is? And he was like, actually, we're doing level one tomorrow. The information is on the first day. And information is free, so come and learn. And if you like it, you can join us. And like I said before, this man, it was as if every single word that he was speaking, he had... It was a message intentionally for me. Knowing about energy, learning about it, and understanding that I had the tools and the capacity to use energy to heal myself and others was miraculous. Now, I believe in miracles wholeheartedly. I believe in the power of prayer wholeheartedly. I believe 
in quantum healing wholeheartedly. If it really anything I believe in, if you can think it, you can dream it, you can believe it, right? And I, I'm just one of those people. When people talk about the woo, I am all about the woo. I am the woo. I embrace it all. And so miracles for me, yes, I am in. I believe that they can happen. And when I had my Reiki treatment, I had already been attuned into level one and two of Reiki so I could practice on myself. And I had been doing some practice on myself for the couple days. But I did receive a Reiki treatment from my Reiki master. And I have a little bit of clairvoyancy skills that I'm developing. Um, I now know that that's what they are before I just thought it was kind of a common thing. But when I practice Reiki and when I have Reiki done for me, I can see energy, uh, like in my inner eye, in my inner knowing, in my third eye, when I go inwards, kind of like a visualization, I see energy. And I see it in waves, I see it in colors, I see it in different forms and shapes, but I know that it's energy. And I'm beginning to learn how to distinguish the different things that I see as different forms of energy or different kinds of things in the body. But there was a moment during my Reiki session where I knew without a shadow of a doubt in my mind that I was seeing my disease. And I had, my eyes were closed. I was in a hypnotic state, um, having this Reiki treatment done on me. And I could see the disease in my body, like little tic-tacs, if you will. They looked like little tic-tacs, but all messed up and all jumbled. And I knew what I was seeing was my disease, and it looked diseasy. It did not look like it was moving easily through my body. It didn't look well, and I could feel it. And throughout the treatment, I could feel also that it was starting to like just feel easy again. And there was a moment in the healing session where it was like a snap of the fingers, and the disease that I could see in my inner eye and the feeling that I had It was like it all lined up, it organized itself, and it started to leave my body. And I could see it leaving my body. I could feel it leaving my body. And I knew in my heart of hearts, without a shadow of doubt in my mind, I knew in that moment I was getting better. And it's one thing to just think it and believe it and like then start feeling better because I did. I really started feeling better the days that followed. When I returned back to Kuwait, I had a follow-up appointment at my doctor for my autoimmune disease. And get this, I had to go every single month before. I had to go once a month, have a whole panel of blood work done, have urine samples, check everything, because the medicine that I was taking can have severe effects on the body. And they also wanted to make sure that my condition wasn't getting worse. Well, the, I knew when I was going for that blood test, I was like, I know I'm getting better. I know it's going to show that I'm better. And when I went to my doctor, sure enough, of course, my levels had improved. All the inflammation was down. The, um, to be honest, I don't quite understand all the readings of the blood stuff that's on there. But the point of the matter is, is that my doctor was like, yeah, you're getting, yeah, you seem better. Wow, that's really great. Oh, we can reduce your medicine. And I said, I did Reiki 
and he was like, really? That's like, and he was really enthusiastic for me. He was really supportive. And he's like, that's amazing. Yes, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because you're, it, it does appear you're getting better. And it was such an aha moment for me. It was such a powerful moment of knowing that like what I saw, what I felt, again, the thoughts that we have manifesting to make myself better. And I knew that I could make myself better. And so I continuously practice raking on myself to help myself get better. And um, because this is quite a while since that event happened, that was around February, March, and now we're in September. Since September, I've been back to Thailand and I did my Reiki master training and um, teacher training for that. I also knew in my healing sessions that I could feel I was getting even better. And I've been practicing Reiki on myself often, like weekly or even more. And I've been really intentionally working on healing my body. And I, I'm going to the doctor in a week from about a week from now and I just know that I'm also going to be even better than I was before and I actually have a feeling that I'm going to be able to get off one of the medicines that I still take or at least cut it in half in like the terms of what I'm taking of it because I feel so much better and actually I feel like the medicine is having an effect on me in kind of a negative way now like I've had a lot of brain fog lately I've had a lot of um concentration problems and sleep problems um and i'm i'm kind of figuring it's a little bit linked to the amount of medicine i'm taking right now but i don't want to do anything until i talk to my doctor and make sure that i'm not being um drastic or doing something i shouldn't be doing with my medicine so my point being here is that i know when i go to the doctor next week that i'm going to be even better than i was before and i will report back to you and let you know with a follow-up on that and give you the details but it's miraculous what energy healing can do. And I just want to share in this podcast, this one particularly, about why I am such an advocate for practicing energy healing and why and how Reiki has transformed my life and how it has set me on a trajectory to change my life. It is what I am meant to do in life. I am a healer. I am here to heal, to, to share this gift with others. I don't want to keep it for myself. I want to heal others I want to support others I want to teach others how to use this energy Reiki to heal themselves anybody can tap into to divine universal source they can be taught how to do it they can be attuned into Reiki and then use this beautiful healing system to just ah, to be better and to uplift others I want to tell you another story because maybe if you think, okay, the Reiki that you're doing, maybe it didn't really heal your autoimmune disease. Maybe it's just a matter of you're taking the medicine for so long and then you're finally getting better. Um, and not to say that my prognosis wasn't like, oh, you will get better. The prognosis at the beginning was kind of just like, well, you have this, you might have it for life, could get worse, could get better. We don't know, we'll see. There wasn't like a, of course you'll get better. It was kind of like a, hmm, we don't know. But this one is for real. I was playing with my friend's daughter and we were just doing gymnastic-y like things. And she goes, can you do a handstand? And of course, I'm like, yeah, of course I can do a handstand. We were outside at our friend's house and she's little and I am not. 
So when she goes to do a handstand against the wall, I go, yay, amazing. And then I go to do one. But the space between the wall and where I had to kick was not so big, but I didn't pay attention to that. And I kicked my foot into a fence. And I knew as soon as I kicked my foot that I hurt myself because it was excruciating pain. And my toe hurt so badly. It was nuts. And it started swelling, and I didn't really say much about it because I didn't want to, like, make her feel bad, or I was also kind of embarrassed, to be honest, that I was horsing around and hurt myself. But then when I got home, I told my partner, I was like, look at my foot. And, yeah, it was purple and blue and yucky, and it was crooked and it hurt. It hurt so badly. It hurt to walk on it. And so I went to bed. The next day, though, I was like, I got to do something about this because it really hurt to walk. It was in, I was in so much pain. Going to the doctor would do no good because they just taped my toes together. But I thought to myself, I'm going to do Reiki and I'm going to heal it. And I believed that I would be able to make it better. I did maybe a 20, 30-minute Reiki session. And it felt better definitely by the end. And I, I had a lot of powerful emotion in that session. And I... I was really connected to source and that belief that everything is energy and just vibing that, of course I could get better. Well, later that evening, my toe was absolutely back to normal. It was perfect, as if nothing had ever happened. There was no bruising, there was no crookedness, there was no swelling, it was like my normal toe the ball of like the ball pad that my foot didn't hurt nothing it was like back to normal perfect and I was like I showed my partner I was like look 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 my toe look it's better and he's like wow yeah it is like it was completely better and I healed it in one day with Reiki from broken to better 100% that miracle for me was undeniable couple other things that are miraculous in my life that I know I am protected and I am divine and I am here to be of service to this world. There have been an incredible amount of accidents in my life, unfortunately. And I've been in some really, really bad car accidents that honestly, it's a wonder I am alive. But in every car accident that I've been in, It's been as if there's this divine shield of protection around me. And even though at every single moment of these accidents, I definitely shouldn't have been okay, I was unscathed. Like, I'm talking just bruised. I've never broken a thing in an accident. I've never never had cuts, nothing. Just bruised, a little banged up, a little shaken. That's it when I should have probably been dead in all situations. There's three car accidents I'm thinking of that I've been in that I should have not survived if it was a regular, just no protection around me. But I've been divinely protected. And then I think of this even more when I, I think about the like the scooter accidents I've been in. So if you ever go to Thailand, um, chances are you're going to rent a little scooter, like a motorcycle. And... The most recent time, well, no, the, the previous time that I went to Thailand in February and I had just learned Reiki, I had a really big accident. 
a really big one actually. Uh, and it was after a moment of not listening to my intuition. I see it all now, it's amazing, miracles happen and this was a lesson from my intuition. It was also a lesson from the universe and it taught me about abundance again and that there's always enough to go around and that I have an abundant life. Well, anyway, I didn't listen to my intuition about something relatively seemingly silly now, but it caused me to be a little bit off course and off balanced on my motorcycle. And when I went to drive away from where I was, I faltered and it was a big falter and I completely lost my balance. I lost control of the bike and I was holding on to the throttle. And I heard my friend's voice in my ear because he had taught me something about like, if you ever you're on, uh, on a bike and you're having a bit of an accident or something, just let go of the handles. And so all I heard was his voice saying, let go of the handles. I let go of the handles and my bike roared up from underneath me like a, like a wheelie, pop a wheelie kind of thing. And went through my thighs, like underneath my thighs and flipped up and right into the front of a store. I broke all their windows, the whole storefront I broke. It crashed into one of their statues on the inside. Glass showered down and I'm standing in the middle of it all. There isn't even a shard of glass on me or my clothes. It's all around me. It's everywhere. My bike is a is smooshed there. I broke a little bit of stuff in their store too. And I am just standing there right up, like completely upright with not a, like a flick of glass on me, nothing. And the people who are around and the store owners come up out, thankfully, thank God, I did not hurt anybody or anything. Okay, things, uh, the storefront, sure, but I didn't hurt anything living. And all these people come rushing to see what happened. And they look at me in absolute disbelief because the mess that is around me and the perfect condition I am in, it was really and truly unbelievable. I still to this day get shivers thinking about it and like a knot in my throat, like a choke in my throat because I am protected and I am divine. And I knew in that moment I had protection surrounding me and it's the same protection I've kind of felt all my life when things have gone wrong and I know that I have guides surrounding me and protecting me and keeping me on the path that I'm meant to be on but that was a miraculous moment literally everybody was looking and amazed and they they checked out my body they they couldn't believe it they were getting close to me to see if everything was fine and nothing and these people were so gracious I ruined their store front I had and I said my thought was, oh my gosh, what has just happened? But I was like, everything's gonna be okay. It's just things, I can fix that. I, can, I have money, thank God I have money. I can offer to fix whatever damages I have to, I'll pay for the bike, whatever. But my other thought that followed was, I have to be at the airport in like four hours. <laughs> and so that's what I said out loud. I was like, I have to go to the airport in four hours. Can we like, how can I help this? So they all hopped on the phones, got everything sorted. I had to pay a bunch of money. They, and they were so kind about it. They took me to the ATM machine to withdraw the cash that I needed to give them for ruining their entire store. 
they were so gracious because I, I at this one point I was crying and it wasn't I kept knowing and saying like in my mind it's not about the money I'm not at all crying about the fact that I've ruined things I'm just it was I was in shock and I kept say, saying and repeating I'm so grateful that money flows into my life when I need it I'm so grateful that I have abundance I'm so grateful that I can take care of this situation and all that's going to happen is I pay them and they're going to fix it all and I walk away I get on that plane and I go home and I also had to pay for the bike but I was crying and then they were like oh the bike's ruined oh, and I was like okay I have to take the bike back and they were like no you get in the car, we'll drive you back and she'll follow you on the bike and she'll drive the bike back. Cause I, I the bike wasn't really, really broken. It was just like the front panels were cracked. Um, it was still very much in functioning condition and drivable, thank God. And so they drove me back to my hotel. They drove my bike back to my hotel. And then on top of that, the lady was like, you're gonna need money to fix your bike. And she gave me money from the money I gave her for ruining her store to fix my bike. I could not believe the grace and the gratitude and the grace from these people, the gratitude in my heart was so big. And it taught me a lesson about how it's so important that people matter. This stuff, these things in life, they don't matter. It's the people that matter. And having connection and having and helping each other is so, so important. And this was just another lesson in my life that I needed to have, that needed to happen for me to understand and see this and know this and keep this lesson with me. And so in saying all of this, I just wanted to share about these little situations in my life that are miracles. And I believe in miracles wholeheartedly. And when others hear about the miracles that can happen, the protection, the safety, the love, the vibes, I just hope that it uplifts you and helps you to believe in miracles as well. Know that you are connected. Know that somebody's thinking about you. You've got your people in your corner and they're always rooting for you. And so even when you haven't got it, they've got it for you. And lots of people have got it for you. We're holding you up, we're lifting you up, we're supporting you. And the work that I do with my clients, uh, I give Reiki sessions uh, online, distance healing sessions as well, also in-person healing sessions. Reiki is just a way that I can express and share love and joy with this world. The Reiki sessions that I've done for others, the healing that I've helped others with still blows my mind like it's not that I don't believe in miracles but I'm I'm always impressed by the stories that I hear I'm always overjoyed and just reminded of the power of divine universal energy and how it can help to shift and and create alignment in one's life and I know that for my clients the transformations seemingly unreal but they're not unreal they're everything is energy we just use energy and transmute it to a different form so I'm so grateful that I have Reiki in my life I'm so grateful that I know that I am meant to be a healer in this world this is what I'm here for it's one of my purposes in life I am a teacher I am a healer and now I am a teacher healer nope that's not it healer teacher yes 
I am here to teach others how to, to tap in and tune into the universe and use Reiki to help heal themselves and others on all levels. So it's taken me all these years of my life to get to where I am, but knowing and sitting in this knowing and holding space for myself in this realization of what I'm meant to do is a beautiful space to be in. And so I feel like I'm ready to end this episode, this podcast episode, because I feel like it, it's, I'm satisfied with where I'm ending this one. And I know that this is part of even the journey of my podcast, that I'm going to be sharing a lot more about energy work, a lot more about healing, the power of miracles, about Reiki, what it is, about yoga, about tuning into your body, getting into your intuition, listening, sitting in the silence, being okay with your inner knowing, realizing that your thoughts create your reality. It's all coming. It's all going to be such a vibe. And I also still want to extend an offer to you. If you're being called to learn more about energy healing if you would like to have an energy session with me, a healing Reiki session with me, reach out to me. I've got my Instagram at namasteplantbased. I've got my email, namasteplantbased at gmail.com. You can also email me to get on the mailing list that I have. And there's, just reach out. Say hey, let me know you're there. And I would love to talk with you more. I would love to work with you. I would like to help you learn more about energy and how you can use it to transform your life. And so with that, my loves, I bid you adieu for today. And I can't wait to uh, talk to you more next time on another episode of Heart's Home. For now... I'm wishing you well, sending you all the light and love from my heart to yours. Namaste and peace out.